After World War II, from 1946 to 1964, a new breed was raised up. A strong clan of brilliant, fearless, invincible people. Ones who believed they could do anything. Who changed the very culture of the entire world. This clan is the tribe known as the Baby Boomers. But somehow life happened. The J.O.B., the family, the kids. For some, divorce, remarriage, more kids, moving, new jobs, layoffs. And then the very people whose motto was, never trust anyone over 30, suddenly passed that age and now are double it. Many now with dim vision, lost hopes, and broken dreams are fearful that it's all over and the only thing that's left is regret. But out of the ashes was born Bobby the Boomer. His mission is to inspire belief, rekindle his clan's fire, to revive the hopes and dreams of his tribe so they will rise up once again to surpass their glory days and achieve even greater things now. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Nope! It's Bobby the Boomer! Bobby the Boomer! Hey! Bobby! Bobby boy! Yes, Grandpa? Go fix it the world! Here's Bobby. Whoa, this is Bobby the Boomer coming to you today. What are we going to do today? Let's continue with the journey and discovery of who are you, part two. Yeah, that's what we're going to do today. I was a little bit ambiguous on some of the things I was saying. Maybe got you saying, wait a minute, I don't know who I am. I don't like Bobby knows who he is either. Well, so we're going to have a part two. We're going to go on a little more of a quest and a little more of a journey because sometimes it does take a little while for you to discover yourself. Remember that old 60s and 70s saying? I'm not sure exactly which decade it came up, but there was an old saying that we used to say as young baby boomers, and it was, I gotta go find myself. Did you ever say that in front of your parents? <laughs> Any of y'all baby boomers? Yeah, gotta find myself. If you said that in front of your parents, what was likely to happen was they was gonna drag you over to the mirror by your ear, put you in front of the mirror and say, what do you mean why I gotta find myself? You're right there. Look in the mirror. You're right there. I know that's not what the expression meant, but it is kind of funny thinking of it today that we go and search for things and sometimes it's right in front of us. Maybe it's simple as that. Have you ever tried to look in the mirror and found somebody that wasn't you? Have you ever had people in your lifetime either trying to mold you subtly or maybe not so subtly? I remember for some of my story, I was in the Marines, the Army, and the Navy. How'd that happen? Well, I was trying to be me that I wasn't. Went in the Marines because my big brother went in the Marines and I wanted to be like my big brother. And that was my big brother, not me. Then I went in the Army after the Marines and I went in the Army because my dad was in the Army. Well, was that me? Did my dad say I had to go in the Army? No, but I wanted to be like my dad. Then after my daddy died, I remember he always said he wanted to be in the Navy because he wanted to be like his big brother. So I went in the Navy to be like my dad who wanted to be like his big brother. Those were all subtle things there. Then there was a not-so-subtle become used. My mama used to always say I was going to be a priest or I was going to be a doctor. And it would be really great if I 
was a priest that was a doctor. Not sure about the doctoring thing, why she thought I'd be a good doctor, but I know when I was a little kid, I raised in the Catholic faith, I used to get up all the time, and on the way home from school, I would go to church, and I would pray for the football team, pray that we would win the game, pray for mama, pray for daddy, pray for everybody in the universe, or everybody that I knew, and all that there stuff. So I guess my mom figured, well, I was going to be a priest, and she was hoping I'd be a doctor at the same time, or I don't know how that worked, but I didn't do that. Those were little, those were <laughs> not so subtle, because she just told me that's what I was going to do. So there's your subtle, and there's your not so subtle. All right, how about right in your face, direct, I'm going to make you who I want you to be type peoples or type experience. Have you ever had one of those experiences where people just tell you what you're going to do? I know moms and dads do that sometimes. Sometimes there's folks in family businesses, and it's just a sad thing that you're going to be whatever your mom or dad or whatever the business was. That's what you're going to do, whether you want to do that or not. Sometimes it fits. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not. If uh, you've had a dream and a goal to be something other than what everybody else uh, has in mind for you, Right? So here's a story from my way back in the way back machine. I had a girlfriend one time, and uh, <laughs> I had a couple of girlfriends. But this girlfriend in particular, she was very, very, very success-driven, very achievable, and wanted a high achievement, a high achiever. Yeah, that's a nice thing to say. She's a nice lady and all that. But as we progressed in our courtship and got a little more serious, she decided, when she realized we were getting serious, we were having a date, and she just perked up and said, now, we're getting serious. And I said, well, what sort of astute of you? And I didn't say that. I said, well, yes, we are. And she said, well, if this uh, relationship is going to proceed, and if we're going to get married, she didn't talk like that, by the way. She's, well, I'm not even going to try to talk like she was talking. But anyway, she said, if this relationship is going to proceed, and we're going to get go ahead and get married, then this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to go back to school. You're going to have to go to college. You're going to have to get your degree in either nursing or be a doctor. There you go. Maybe my mom was talking to her, but I don't know. Anyhow, you're going to either go to school and become a nurse or you're going to become a doctor. And you got to do that before we get married. And I looked at her and blinked my little blinky deer in the headlight eyes. <laughs> Stood up, opened up my apartment door and said, you may leave now. And she went, excuse me? And I said, you may leave now. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, I think our relationship is over now because I don't want to be a nurse and I don't want to be a doctor. I'm kind of happy where I am right now doing what I'm doing. And so uh, if that's what you want to marry, then you need to find somebody who's a doctor or a nurse or going to want to be a doctor or a nurse or something like that. And you may have a nice day. Thank you very much. See you later. Yeah, so she left and we stayed friends. By the way, she found a guy. She changed her sights, I guess. She figured the guy that she was going out with fit a better mold. Since I was already in the medical profession, I think she wanted me, being an extra special overachiever type person, she wanted me to go higher and uh, go from fixing medical equipment to being a nurse or a doctor, whatever. But this guy, I'm not sure what he did. George, I think, was his name. Oh, I now I remember his last name, too. I'll look him up on Facebook, see how they're doing. Anyhow, when she started dating George, she, I guess she figured out what he could be and wanted to make him into uh, who 
for you, who he was, whatever. Anyway, she uh, must have gave him the, kind of the same kind of speech, only except being a nurse or a doctor, she wanted him to be a lawyer. And guess what George is? George is a lawyer. Never got to talk to George a whole lot to see if he was happy being a lawyer or if he was just happy that she was happy that he was a lawyer. But at any rate, that's an example of not so subtle, right in your face, direct somebody making you who you aren't. How about we finish up with labels? Are you what people label you as, or are you what you label yourself? What are examples of labels? When you're growing up and your folks said, if you had some folks uh, not like Ozzy and Harriet and Beaver's mom and dad, uh, Ward and June, maybe your folks said, you're stupid. You can't learn nothing. You're too lazy. You're too dumb. You're too big. You're too small. You're too this. You're too that. Do you ever have people put labels on you? And it's really terrible when your own family members do that. But people at school label you. They give you nicknames. Uh, I was just looking at something from my past from the blast. They used to call me and my brother Beak because we kind of have a nice Roman noses. You know, they're big Roman all over our faces from our heritages. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. And that kind of stuck. Some people are still calling me that today. How many years later from high school? Over 45, 46 years, something like that. And uh, they want to label you. Well, I'm not that. I'm not a beak. I'm not a bird. No. And let's see, what else? Well, when you get into other places, sometimes we label ourselves with good things. Like, uh, well, I don't know. I don't want to be negative on positive things because we should be happy about good things. But if somebody else is labeling you and it doesn't fit you right, do you wear the labels of other people and do you let them fit? Do you have them defining you? Labels like, you're too dumb, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that. Just whatever negative things come to your mind, don't let the labels become who you are. Don't wear those labels. Somebody pinned them on you. And don't wear those labels if you look in the mirror and that's what you think you are. Don't do that to yourself. You need to know who you are. Don't we need to know that? Don't you want to be the best you can be? Don't you want to be who you were meant to be? Don't you want to be who you were destined to be? That's who we want to be, right? We want to be human beings that are of worth and that are loved and that are appreciated. So how do we do that? This has been a quest. It's been a journey. Some of us spend our entire lives going through looking for who we are. And some of us find it. Some of us live as somebody else. Some, uh, some of us live wishing we were somebody else. And some of us live hating who we are. But let's not do that. Let's be who we are. Let's go on the journey and discover ourselves. Sound <laughs> like the 70s again. I'm going to go find myself. Let's go find ourselves. I'll end part two like part one. And it's a kind of a discovery, kind of a quest. If you've been on this earth for a while, you've been a lot of places. You've done a lot of things. You've had a lot of experiences. And that is a part of who you are. So look through those things. Don't label yourself with negative. Don't be somebody that somebody else wanted you to be unless it fits you well and you actually like it. And you say that was, hmm, that's a good idea. I think that's what I want. Be who you are. Be who you want to be. And how do you know? Well, I would suggest, again, that you go to a quiet place. Sit. Ask yourself. And I would even say for those of you you, I would put out there just to ask the one who made you your creator and ask the great creator, almighty God, what am I doing on this here planet? What is my purpose? There is a purpose for us to be here and we're on this beautiful blue marble.
Marvel floating in space with a purpose and a plan, and it all comes together if we just do what it is we were meant to do. And there's something inside of you that only you can do, something inside of me that only I can do, and when we put all these things together, the world plays a beautiful symphony. It's a beautiful music, and we can't all get along, and we can't all do well. That was our purpose as the human race to begin with. Somehow we kind of fell down, scuffed our knees, and started going off in wrong directions, getting distracted and all that. Well, let's not do that. Let's set our course straight. Let's get back on the path. What is it? Well, that's what you're going to have to discover, and we'll just keep on coming back, looking at these things here, and I hope this helped a little bit on this here question journey. I hope you're staying safe and well with all that's going on out there in Corona Land. We're going to set that ship straight and right and everything, and everything's going to be okay. So, this is Bobby the Bloomer. That's what I have for you today, and until the next time, I'm going to just say goodbye, and God bless. Thank you.